This is Debbie, and welcome to another brand new episode of The Offbeat Life, where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditched the norm to live their best life and become location independent. A few years ago, Jennifer O'Brien wanted to explore offbeat destinations. However, traveling solo and being concerned about safety, she explored online to find resources and tips to help her navigate the destinations. Jen came to realize that there was a lack of community for women, especially solo female travelers, to connect with one another. This realization led Jen to create the Travel Women in 2015, where she aimed to lift up women with amazing stories and create a community to share information and where they've been in order to help each other make their dream trips into a reality. Since the creation of the Travel Women, Jennifer O'Brien was able to leave her 9 to 5 to work full-time managing and building a community for women. The Travel Woman has since been featured in Forbes and Jen will be launching trips soon where she'll be creating unforgettable journeys for women who can travel solo together. This interview was such a joy to do because I was able to meet Jen here in New York City and she's truly one of the sweetest person you'll meet. So if you ever get the chance to see her, make sure you connect with her because she's incredible. So I hope you guys enjoy this interview as much as I do. Hey, Jen. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me here today in this really cool and eclectic little uh, diner that we met up today. Can you fill in the gaps of your story and why you live an offbeat life? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here uh, and talk to you today. I definitely live the offbeat life. I left the nine to five and have now committed myself so many hours to really making my travel dream come true and I love travel. I actually started off in the travel industry. I was working at a travel magazine and that's where I really got interested in travel. I have always loved travel. I've traveled with my family and my friends growing up and you know I just always was inspired by these new places and have learned so much more in the world as my classroom than any office job or anything like that so yeah I turned it into my my job right now and I'm living the offbeat life because I'm constantly traveling sometimes I'm you know three different countries and trips all together at once with one carry-on and trying to make it work and half nomadic half living in New York and it's just such a such an adventure that I'm on. That sounds so much fun Jen. Before you even got into becoming a digital nomad can you let us know how you started it all how you started the travel woman and what gave you the idea to do it? Yes, so I saw that there was a lot of information lacking for women to travel to certain places. There was a specific trip to India that I really wanted to go on and had to unfortunately decline because of all sorts of different reasons that, you know, from my full-time job to also different issues in the area at the time. And I just found myself lacking resources. I was like, you know, if I travel solo to India, what would it be like? Would I be safe? I had so many questions and I didn't have enough answers. So I wanted to create a resource, a community for women to share their tips, to give back, to really explain to each other, yes, you can go here, you can do this. Why don't you go with this tour company? 
connect with my friend here and just connect all the dots. And it's something that I've been so happy and fortunate to have met so many wonderful women who I have be really become friends with around the world. And they help teach me about new places and I'm happy to help teach others about new places. So when you first started to think about the travel women or even just anything that you wanted to do with your life, what is usually the first steps that you take in order to achieve the goals and the dreams that you have? Absolutely. So for me, I definitely was, I'm always huge on learning. So when I want to start something new, I look up, you know, online courses and things like that. And I remember taking some online courses on branding, you know, not just how do I name my company, but how do I create a, a whole a whole company out of from scratch. So I remember taking some free online classes and learning about it. I had to Google all of, you know, how to make a blog and everything like that before I really knew what I was doing and I think there's so many online resources out there for so many people right now that you can really do anything you want if you just Google it and spend enough time obsessing about it. So <laughs> I was lucky that I spent enough time obsessing about it on Instagram. People were like, what, Jen, why are you on Instagram so much? And I'm just like, I, 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 you know, excuse me, I'm, bu I'm building something. <laughs> and I'm glad that it all worked out and I'm glad that, you know, it's become the amazing community that it is today. It's one of my, you know, my proudest things that I'm so happy to connect all these amazing women and something that I am just constantly thinking how can I take it to the next level yeah. and Jen is definitely an amazing networker so <laughs> she she goes around she networks a lot she has a lot of different things that she does can you run us through what your average day looks like now that you're able to leave the nine-to-five and do your dream pretty much <laughs> Yes, so my average day totally changes day to day, but it's it's one of two things. I either have a day where I am, you know, in my pajamas most of the day. I am working on my computer from like 6 a.m. sometimes till 9 p.m. It's probably unhealthy, um, <laughs> but I'm working crazy hours on my computer editing videos, articles, um, sending emails, or on the other side of it, I'm setting up a lot of meetings. I'm trying to meet new people. Um, today alone, for example, I had three other meetings and it's barely 12 o'clock. And <laughs> I just definitely recommend meeting other people, getting to know what they know, sharing your resources. I think that's the best way to really get ahead is to just connect with people. And as you were saying, networking, it's so helpful. As a really incredible networker, what would be the best tip that you can give to someone who's really new in this industry? So I think I think when people first start out, they think, okay, I want to take. I want to talk to these people and take all this advice and, and get all this information. But sometimes the best thing to do when you first start out is to give. So I think everyone has different skills that they can give. Reach out to someone who you really love, you really admire, uh, a travel blogger or a travel videographer and say, you know what, I love what you're doing. I can give you maybe exposure through something else or I would love to help you in some way. Are you looking for an intern or just figure out how you can give back to people you want to learn from and then that can sometimes be the best resource once you're giving your then way way more ahead on being able to receive the information and the resources to take whatever dream you have to the next level. Whenever you're giving someone something and they're really appreciative of that, they'll want to give something back and you don't even have to ask anymore. <laughs> 
going through all of the journey that you have gone through, what has been the biggest setback that you have encountered and how do you usually handle it? I think the biggest setback is people underestimating you. And I think that's, you know, true with any field, but sometimes people think, oh, you're just a travel blogger or, oh, you're just a travel Instagrammer. You, you, they don't take you seriously. And I think that that's something that can really hinder creativity, hinder opportunity. And it's something that I definitely try to fight against. I, I tell people, you know what, I actually minored in photography. I know what I'm doing. Um, here are examples. I try to show them. I've worked with some great companies. Here are examples. If you're just starting out, work with companies that are just all around you, even for free, and create a portfolio from those examples that you can share. I think a lot of times it's being underestimated and you know getting those no's, but trying to turn those clients saying no into a yes. And obviously you've done really well with that. <laughs> And that's why you do this all the time now. What would be your best advice for someone who's just starting out? They don't know how to do pitching or just do anything, <laughs> pretty much. So when it comes to pitching, one of the easiest things is to just Google travel blog pitches. And there are so many great resources online that I've used. And you just tweak it to customize it for yourself create links, clickable links within your email that say, you know, here's an example of videos that I've done, here's an example of blogs, here's an example of Instagram posts. These are the things that I can offer you and really create that portfolio of examples that you can share with them. I think that in the very beginning you're going to get a lot of no's, but you have to really just have that, that t thick skin to say, okay, eventually I'm going to get a yes. And that first yes is going to feel like a million bucks. It's going to be the best moment ever. Sometimes you underestimate ourselves too because you feel like you need a certain amount of following before you can even start pitching, which is not true. And I've seen a lot of Instagrammers and bloggers who have less than 5,000 followers or even less than 1,000 that get work from, from companies. So it's just a matter of if you actually get the work done. For you, when you are approached or when you approached a company, do you do any media kits or is it just information on the email? Yes, so I have a media kit which I update each year with my updated numbers, um, sometimes every couple of months, and I basically share all the information that they might be curious about my demographics, my statistics. But as you were saying before, sometimes it doesn't even matter the numbers. It's really the quality of the work. I think people shouldn't, you know, get too caught up on, oh, but if I reach 10,000, if I reach 20,000 followers, if I reach 100,000, all these numbers in the end don't necessarily differentiate you. It's really the quality of the work. So I definitely agree that you don't even need to wait until you get to a certain number as much as if you're creating amazing quality work, sometimes that's that's more important than the numbers we stop ourselves from actually pitching and going forwards with certain things because then we look at other bloggers that have been doing this but remember they started the same way as we all have which is with zero so <laughs> we all have to remember that what is the worst advice that someone has ever given you <laughs> Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> it's so bad, but I think the worst advice, as I'm currently doing this full-time, is that people constantly tell me, oh, but just get a side job. And even though I have had jobs while I'm blogging at the same time, I am in the stage right now, you know, I've been doing it long enough, over a year, where I want to fully focus on this. And when you're 
on the verge of hopefully, you know, really killing it with your new business and you want to dedicate all your time to it, going backwards and getting a side job or something like that if if you don't necessarily need to is sometimes really it's really hard and I think that it, I'm at the stage where I want to dedicate myself fully 100% I am okay with working crazy hours and just to make it work but if I had that side job right now it would distract me too much yeah what are some of the things that you actually did in order to prepare yourself to leave the nine-to-five so to be honest, I thought for a long time, you know, I dreamt about it, like leaving the nine to five and how great it would be and, and how I would transition it. But in the end, you're never prepared. You're never, ever prepared to leave one type of job for a very offbeat life type of, you know, your own career and your own hours. I think that there were so many things that I didn't know going into it that maybe if I knew I wouldn't have gone, but <laughs> it's all worked out, knock on wood. And, you know, you have to think about your own health care. You have to think about taxes and you have to really think ahead on a lot of things that I didn't really know going into it. And I just feel like you n almost never be fully prepared. Mm -hmm. But as long as you, you know, have a dream, you're really passionate about it, you have some sort of idea that you're going to get money out of it, you're going to be successful with it, then go for it and just keep going for it. And don't, don't be discouraged by any, you know, people telling you that that's not the right way to do things. Just yeah. go with what your gut says and you have to, you have to try it sometimes. It's also a false sense of security when you think that your job with the health benefits and all of that stuff is always going to be there because you could get fired, you could get laid off, the company could go under and you don't have a job and you have to start all over again. When you are working and traveling, um, even when you're working from home, what is the best productivity tip that you can share with us? Yes. Productivity tip. I love Toggle, T-O-G-G-L uh, dot com. It is a really great t tool to just track your time. It's like a, a time clock. You clock in and out of different projects. Uh, you could have different clients. You could have different projects. Um, sometimes I also break my time into paid time and unpaid time. And if I'm doing too many unpaid blog projects, I need to balance it with sending out client emails and you know making sure that I'm getting ahead of my day so that I'm, I'm being as productive as possible because once you see sort of the breakdown in hours and you see okay I accidentally spent six hours on a video now I need to spend at least six hours on whatever that will help me make money and, and continue to the next day. <laughs> how were you able to finance this chosen career from the start and how do you continue to do it now? Yes, it is definitely so hard. I definitely don't have the perfect recipe to finance it, but what works for me might not work for you. I have relied um, on sponsorships personally, and I'm really trying to diversify that. So I'm trying to really, in 2018, diversify my portfolio of products. And right now, I just launched a new thing called Postcards, for example, where I'm having people upload content directly to the site. So I'm trying to get really not just the traffic on Instagram, but move that traffic to my website, try to transfer things into emails, and really take it, take it further so that it's really... I'm building a fully well-rounded business. 
I, I think that products is the best way to make money. It's, it's not just uh, relying on one, one type of product like sponsorships, but also trying to offer all sorts of different things. I not just offer photography skills, but I also offer video consulting, which is a great way to uh, augment income, uh, to talk to companies that are just starting out and how they can get bigger on Instagram, bigger on social media, reach out to new millennial audiences. I think that eventually in the future I will be looking at, um, you know, selling ebooks and things like that. Uh, I am also excited to be launching trips this year, so that's a huge thing that I'm still trying to figure out all the details, but I'm really hoping to share some more details on that very soon on the first official Travel Women trips. And those will be to gorgeous, amazing places like Morocco, even Malawi. And it's going to be an opportunity for women to connect with other women in these places that are dream destinations that they might not normally feel like they're safe going or they might not have friends going, but they can all travel together. I love the sort of like motto that I created for that. It's like travel solo together. It's somewhere you want to go solo, but instead you go with a group of new friends and you discover so much about the locals. You discover so much about the people and yourself through those trips. We always see this all the time. Follow your dreams, follow your passion. It just sounds so cliche and really annoying at times. <laughs> but what does that really mean for you personally when you are following your passion and your dreams? Because that's what you did. You took that risk. You created the Travel Women. And now you are following that passion. So what does it look like to you? To me, it's definitely uh, connected to travel. So my dream was to always travel more, and I love traveling. I love discovering new places. So for me, my dream job was creating my own hours, traveling, creating content around that. I love creating articles and videos, and getting to do that all in my my day job, which I've chosen for myself, and I've created my own hours is my dream. So I'm so glad to be able to be doing that right now. And that sounds like it's so much fun. What advice would you give to someone who is really struggling to find who they are as a person or they do kind of know what they want, but they're just afraid to take that first steps? That's a hard question because I think we're all still discovering who we are and constantly looking to rediscover ourselves in new places with new people. And I think that sometimes the first step is to just spend some time in silence, spend some time with yourself, just listening, listening to what your heart is you know, saying and what you're thinking about the most, what you're most interested in. I think that sometimes we, especially living in New York City, live these crazy busy lives where we forget to just sort of be still for a second and give ourselves time to think. Um, some of my best trips, and, and honestly I think the reason why solo travel can be so powerful is that you have these moments where maybe you're on a train somewhere or maybe you're, you know, in a hotel and it's just super quiet and you're just just by yourself and that's when you kind of have that opportunity to think about how amazing a place is or how a specific experience has changed you or what you're really interested in that you might want to be doing even more of. So I think it's those silent moments while traveling, especially solo, that you kind of figure out, okay, well, this is something that I want to do more of, or, you know, maybe I'm sad that I haven't been doing this as much, and, and just making those small changes to create the life that you want to live. Great advice. <laughs> and one I can definitely agree with. Last year when I was actually traveling and I was on my own, 
I started doing audio diaries through my phone. And then I just started recording what I was thinking and then answering my own questions. <laughs> and it becomes so much clearer to you because then you become so much more aware of who you are. Let's fast forward to about 50 years from now and you're looking back at your life. What would you say you want to leave as your legacy and what do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for connecting people. I really love the people that I've met on trips that have taught me so much. And you know, when I have when I organize a meetup in a new city, for example, and I connect two women who are located in the same city but never never met but have the same interests. I love when they reach out to me after the meetup and they say, "Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I went to that meetup because now this person's my best friend and we're discovering all of, you know, this area together and I just love those moments where you, you really realize how connected we all are and how even though New York City can sometimes feel lonely at times, there's so many people that might share the same passion, but it's just how to, how to discover them, how to connect with them. And if I can at least connect all these awesome people that I've met with each other and through that I've met some of my best, closest friends, I think that's making a huge difference that you know just makes me so happy. So let's get some fun questions. Some people like myself, I nerd out on interviewing someone like you who's really inspiring and photographing with really old cameras. What about you? Do you nerd out on anything? I nerd out on a lot of things. <laughs> um, I definitely, like, I love anything from, like, an Agatha Christie novel or, you know, old mysteries like I love that kind of stuff because it really gets your mind thinking and I love trying to solve things and feel really proud when I've solved it before they officially say who it was yeah. um, so I love that kind of stuff yeah what has been the most unusual or offbeat way you have tried to make money and was there a story behind it I've had a lot of passion, so yeah. I am super creative, which, you know, right now I'm work I'm channeling all that creativity into photos and videos, but before that, I actually, I sewed dresses. I even created my own sort of jewelry line. I was selling rings that I, you know, hand-crafted out of metal in on Etsy. So I've done it all. I love creativity and, and anything I can create, so I think creating a jewelry line, that was a really fun <laughs> side side project that didn't end up really amounting to much, but it still was that sort of creativity side of me that I love. I love creating. So yeah, I think try everything until you find what, what really works. If you were given a one minute time slot ad on the Super Bowl and you couldn't sell that ad slot, what would you fill it with? The Super Bowl ad commercials can be so funny and so amazing, but some of the some of my favorite ones are ones that give back in some way. So if I had the opportunity, I would definitely figure out a cause that was very timely that needed attention and honestly give it to that because we can do so much with a minute on a Super Bowl ad that people are actually listening to that I, I think there's so much that we could do for you know different places around the world that might need help. If you could know the absolute truth to one question, what would it be? I must say, I do like the unknown of travel. I like, that's one of the major reasons why I like travel is there's a lot that sort of goes wrong and you discover it and you figure it out as you go. But I feel like if I had to know one absolute truth, maybe as I'm currently trying to constantly build traffic to my website and build the community, maybe it would be 
great secret way to build to build even more traffic, something yeah. like that. <laughs> That's a good one, and hopefully you'll share that secret with all of us. <laughs> what are you working on today that's really exciting to you? Yes, uh, so I'm working on a lot of projects that all at one time, usually, as per usual. But right now... I'm working on launching trips, and I think that that's something that I have never done before. I've never officially led trips in this way, and it's something that I'm really passionate about. Uh, one place, for example, that I've been that I actually went before Instagram was popular. We didn't go to any of the usual Morocco Instagrammy places, and I just love Morocco for so many reasons. And I think that I want to lead a group of women to Morocco, and really, I, I would share workshops about blogging and photography, but to really connect with other women who are like-minded and to all have this amazing experience together because I really remember some amazing moments with my group when we all traveled to Morocco and I just want to share similar amazing travel experiences with other women and lead trips. So that's something that I'm really working on that I'm really excited about right now. That sounds so exciting. <laughs> I can't wait to see what the destinations are for 2018. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? Yes, definitely check out thetravelwomen.com and check us out. We are on all the social media, so on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, The Travel Women. And yeah, always use our hashtag, hashtag The Travel Women. And I can't wait to see your content soon. Thank you so much, Jen, for meeting up with me today. I really appreciate all of the knowledge you gave us. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Jen. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the extended interview with Jennifer, where she shares how to get featured on Instagram and how to create compelling travel videos. Love a good audiobook as much as I do? Of course you do. Well, you're in luck because I have teamed up with audible.com to give you a 30-day trial for free. Make sure to visit offbeatbook.com. Again, that's offbeatbook.com to get that incredible trial 